Okay, welcome back to the Success Money Marriage Podcast. Why do you always look at me when you say that? Like you're still shocked that we're married? You like always goes, welcome back. Where did you back. come up with that? You, you, okay, if you go back and watch like I was watching today, every time you go, welcome back to our pro, you know, podcast, Success Money, you look at me when you go married. <laughs> okay. Go back and look. You're so weird. I'm not. You're so weird. Go ahead. Such a strange little girl. Why do you Your look at me told every me that time? I know, 40 I, years okay. ago, she said she's okay. a very strange little girl. Okay. All very right. strange. I just I think said, it's funny. I said, you're no, she's literally. cute. She goes, she's cute, but she's strange. If you go back, every time you say the word marriage, you look at me. All right. But we are married. I guess that might be a reason. Maybe. It's a good thing I don't look at you when I say money. Ooh. Because I married you for your money. Anyway, I digress. Or you digress. Or we both digress. Anyway, so welcome back to the show, successmoneymarriage.com. Subscribe to the podcast. Remember, you get a new episode so you don't miss Dawn talking about all this crazy stuff every single week. Who would want to miss that? <laughs> All right, so today we want to talk about something that's not really too fun, but it is important, I think. Very important. Yeah, as a couple in business, and that's when to let go, <clears throat> not of each other, but the business. You know, like when when is it time just to let it go? And there are, you know, as an entrepreneur, I guess to quote the great, late, great Kenny Rogers, you got to know when to hold them and... When to fold them. Good job, young Thanks. Don. Good Thanks. job. This is why we call you Young Don. We, you we, don't, actually, like we don't actually call me Young no? Don. No? I no. thought we did. No. You got to know when to fold them, when to hold them, when to fold them. And, you know, it really is true. It's not a fun thing. You know, people talk about all the time, well, you never, never quit. You know, burn the boats. Just remember, people say, burn your boats. You know, you got one. Don't have a plan B. Just remember, those people have a yacht parked in the back of the island that you don't know anything about. They write books and say, yeah, burn your boats, but they got a plan B, believe me. Um, any any smart person has a plan B. It just sounds really sexy. It does. No plan B. I'm never going to, I'm going to fight or die. Yeah, that's really stupid. You know, like if you're surrounded, maybe surrender and take your chances. You know, I mean, uh, it sounds very sexy not to, but sometimes you got to fold up. You got you got to you got to fold up and you got to take your losses and learn what you've learned and put your tail kind of between your legs and uh, and uh, and start over, or start a new business or, you know, and it's not easy to do cuz people are always saying, "No, never quit. Hold on to your dream." Sometimes it's a bad business, sometimes it's a bad deal, bad partners. We've had all these things of course over so many years as everyone who's been an, an entrepreneur has had. So what's, what's your take on this, Don? Well, I don't think that you and I have ever needed to be motivated to burn the bridge or burn the boats. Or, you know, you and I, yeah. both, we've both been pretty self-motivated, but I definitely understand if, as a couple, if you're in business, you're going to hear that over and over with motivational speakers. Don't do that. Um, but for us, for me specifically, I have a harder time. Uh, I don't need motivation, but I have a hard time because I've invested so much time into the project or maybe time and money. And so... Even though logic tells me to pivot and get out, my my every fiber in my body says, you've put this much time in, we've spent this much money, we've done all of this, and I'm not quitting. And there's so many times that I wish I had just seen the light, you know, the writing on the wall, and has said, look, we've been here before, this is what's ha you know, happened, I have enough facts to say, let's stop, pivot, get out now, <laughs> and I just keep going. I yeah, just can't give it up because I've put so much time. I just will um, remember probably 10 years ago, we started a project, an online. So y'all remember when American Idol first came out and it was super huge, right? Everybody, that was the first time reality shows were really becoming uh, popular. It was longer and, than that. Uh, oh, longer probably, than that. gosh, you're right. Probably yeah. so. Uh, so we had this great idea that we were going to start an online 
uh, sort of an American Idol, but it was um, called. Um, uh, no, I can't even remember the name of it. Uh, it's speaker, like speaker Idol or something like speaker that. Speaker Idol. That's it. No, it wasn't out. Speaker Idol. It probably was. It was like that though. Yeah, it wasn't what? Speaker Idol. No, but something it was like something like that. It was that. like American so, Idol for speakers. Right. But American. We called it something. American else speakers. Anyway, so we kind of copied the. Uh, uh, ideas of the logo and ideas of the way it was run and it was an online uh, place you could go post a seven five to seven minute video for speakers and then you'd get your friends and family to vote and then we would have a winner of the public speaking idol right that was it public speaking, public idol. speaking idol it, right. and uh, each month we would have a winner and we had like a half a million dollars in prizes at the end of the year you could be the you know one and only public speaking idol and so we spent a couple hundred thousand I, as I remember it probably was more but I only want to remember a couple hundred thousand <laughs> yeah, exactly. and and we just kept going at it we kept going at it the biggest problem we m mistake we made was we first uh had it free and then we got hundreds and thousands of people sign up remember i mean everyone for free was doing it so yeah. okay i'm not going to do it for free i've built the software built the the system we've built the system and so we started charging seven dollars right i remember that well once we started charging seven dollars our subscription started going down no one was up a seven dollars for a half a million dollar prize money and then there were monthly prizes I think we had. And we, this went on for like 18 months, two years before we decided to finally throw the towel in. And I just kept knowing because, you know, for first of all, you know, American Idol was like at the, the top of its game. And I'm like, this is so much easier. People could post. And anyway, we lost a couple hundred thousand because I wasn't willing to give up. And it wasn't that I wasn't willing to give up. It was more emotional for me because I had invested so much time and money. So since then, um, I've done it again. I, w I, just, I just did it recently. <laughs> I stayed in a business too long. I probably should have gotten out. I kept telling you. You did not. So man, my point is, is no, it's easy to say it's hard to do, especially as entrepreneurs, no. when you have an idea that's based on a, uh, you feel like it's a really good idea based on your past experience and things that have worked, you base it on that and, and you just keep going one more month, one more month. And then sure enough, it was two years and over 200,000, quarter of a million dollars lost. Yeah, that pain have just shot back. I kind of put that behind, behind you. us and then uh, now you brought it all back up to the forefront thank you for that Don. no you're right though because it's like a stock you know it's like, kind of like when we bought twitter okay we bought twitter during the during the ipo and uh the initial offering and uh and we just thought that was going to be the biggest thing and of course the president of the united states and everyone really got on twitter we thought well you can't even buy that kind of advertising so we bought i forget what we bought a share but it was it was it was during the ipo and we thought well we'll probably get rich off of this you're right and in a pretty short amount of time, I think we convinced ourselves. Yeah, that was so went, 10 years ago, maybe? Went public, yeah. So then like it that. went, yeah. So and we then, made a little money, but nothing crazy. No. I mean, nothing like it should have been. No. But we kept putting money into it thinking... It's going to pick up. We're gonna, it's going to pick, pick up. Well, look I mean, at Facebook. You know, look at... I yeah, no, exactly. All of the, That's where we should have invested all our money. Of the, all, at, the same, you know, at the same time, people were <laughs> investing in all these other social media platforms. And so we thought for sure, and I'm sure every person that bought Twitter thought the same thing at the time we bought. So Instead of Facebook, we bought MySpace, which of course did really well. So that was good. <laughs> we did not. That's why I'm delivering pizzas very, now. It's very similar. In, uh, in Atlanta, I'm delivering you pizza. So if you want a, You're a little Caesars pizzas. or a Domino's, I'm your guy. So my the point, area. To my point is that <laughs> if you've done it in the past, you know, recognize it, be aware of it, know that this is a habit that you might be in, and and, and really try to make that decision before, you know, sooner than later, and, and save yourself. Yeah, don't throw good money after bad, good time after bad, even... To Don's point, you know, you put so much of your heart and soul in these entrepreneurial ventures. You just right. have these big dreams. And we all do it. 
you know, and if you're a real entrepreneur, well, I should say real entrepreneur, but if you're, if you're, I guess what they call now a serial yes, um, right. entrepreneur, you've done a lot of things, you know, you've, you've probably failed a lot and we sure have. And you just, you know, you, but you get these ideas, you work day and night, you dream about it, you live through it. And it usually takes, you know, it usually takes a couple of years to get the damn thing off the ground, no matter how small or big it is. Right. And, and then all of a sudden it flops and you think, oh no, no, we have too much. No, no, no. We got to prop it up. You know, it's dead. You know, it's dead, but you're still giving it CPR. And it's just, you keep propping, no, live, you will live. You're beating the chest of this thing, and it's like, it's dead, let it go, bury it. And you can't. It's so hard not to uh, yeah, try to I keep think, going, right? I think if I, if I look back now, what, what I would have done is probably hired someone to consult us on it. That you yeah. know, get someone on the outside if if you really don't know if it's going to work. And I think with Public Speaking Idol, our problem was is we had huge success with growing our database, for free. And it didn't occur to me that once we started charging a fee, you know, we tested how much people would pay for that. And compared to what they could win, and the fact that people love putting their stuff up on YouTube and love watching videos, look at what TikTok has done and, yeah. and Instagram reels. This was way before any of this was popular. And uh, so maybe we were just ahead of our time. Yeah, let's look at it that way. We, yeah, we were, were ahead just, of our time. We should have started TikTok. You know what? We're just geniuses. Just, we're, and just, we just can't, we're just ahead of our time on that. We can't adapt to this lower level no, of thinking. No, but seriously, so <laughs> I, think, I think we should have gotten a consultant. We should have hired someone from yeah. the outside to be um, objective and say, okay, yeah. here's the reality, you guys. This is where you're at. It's not going to happen. Yeah, yeah. That would be my recommendations. Get help. Yeah, because you never know. I mean, it, the, the, and again, you hear the motivational speakers, and nothing against motivational speakers, but it's always burn the boats. There's no plan B. It's like, you know, it's never, it's just go full blast and make sure. I mean, you get the, you know, obviously the concept is sound in that you don't want to be in a habit of, re, of retreating every time there's a challenge or, or some kind of issue with the business. But you don't always be thinking, well, I'll go back to whatever. But at the same time, you do have to protect yourself because those people that are telling those motivational speakers or those friends or whoever it is that are saying, hey, go forward no matter what, don't have a plan B, they're not going to save you when you fail. No, and I think, too, for entrepreneurs that are serial entrepreneurs like we are, and we failed so many times, that it's not hard work we're afraid of, and that's a good thing and a bad thing. I think we kept thinking we're hard workers, so the harder we work at it, the better it's going to go, the more you know successful it's going to be, and that just wasn't the case. Yeah, it's not always the case, and sometimes you know you do have to look at it, man, to Don's point, I mean, getting a third party that's a successful person or successful business person, maybe entrepreneur especially, just just look at it and say, hey, what you know, look at it with fresh eyes. What do you think? You think we're kidding ourselves or should we keep going? Should we give it another six months or you know, what is it or should more money or whatever the infusion might be? <clears throat> it's always time, of course. But um, but it's more of a typically emo an emotional attachment to this dream you had. Oh, it's not logical. It's not logical, and that's if it was logical, it'd be easier. But you know, an outsider can be more logical, be more objective, as you mentioned, and that that's probably really good. Yeah, advice. either that or a lot of times what we've done with the many many times we failed is we just set a deadline. You know what? We'll give it six yeah. more months. If it, if we haven't reached a certain dollar amount or a certain in, um, uh, database uh, increase, uh, we need to call it quits, and then we just stuck by it. Yeah, so it's not the easiest thing to do. Maybe because you got to fail, you got to admit that you failed. But that's part of being an entrepreneur. It's some like, hey, if you're an entrepreneur, you know it what? I don't mind time. failing because we've done it so many times. It doesn't even <laughs> exactly, well, it doesn't yeah. really phase me. It's just the time and money we put into it. Is that is that not wanting to fail? I don't know. I mean, it's not really the failing part that bothers me. I think yeah. the failing part is that oh my gosh, you know, we thought this was such a great idea. How could we have been so far off? Yeah. 
because we'd had the success in the past and we you know we built it based on the success in the past and i think maybe it's the realization that maybe i just don't have what it takes to make, come up with an idea that's going to make money anymore well one of the one of the problems is i think is when you start hitting home runs when you start exactly. you know you, you like for us or really we're just kind of a typical story mm -hmm. for you know successful entrepreneurs and people that have failed a lot too you know you fail for a while and all of a sudden bam you hit a home run then bam you hit a grand slam then you hit another home run then you hit another home run you think Every, th every pitch you throw, I'm going to hit a home run on, which is completely delusional. Like, you have no idea that this guy who's pitching now can throw a curveball you can't even see. Then you're about to get struck at the end of But no, I, I mean, I'm, I'm Babe Ruth. I mean, come on. I, every, my last four in a row, you see, my, they're, they're, on the, they're in the lake. You know, they're, they're behind the, you know, the tallest building in town. I mean, no one can outpitch me. No one can out, I can out hit anyone. And then all of a sudden you strike out and go, ooh, and then, well, that was a fluke. And then you strike out again, strike out a few more times. You go, oh, Okay, maybe I'm right. not as good a hitter as I thought it was. But and Great. then, you know, you start questioning yourself. That's Great dose of reality, for sure. It is. And that's the world, that's the rough and tumble world of being an entrepreneur. And, you know, as a couple working together, you've got to ground each other. Because it's like, and we've always had that where, you know, I'll want to stick with it. And you'll want to, you'll, you'll say, let's put it to bed. Let's let it die. You know, and then the, 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 the opposite where you said the same thing and I, and I couldn't do it. But then eventually you try to arrive at some logical, sensible Compromise. Whether, yeah, and, and like you say, maybe it's a deadline or whatever, and mm -hmm. uh, and then you know you might be you might be wrong and you might be right. You just don't really know. But that's that uncertainty that that uncertain environment that we live in as entrepreneurs is a choice. Right. If you if you want a certain environment, go to IBM and get a job, and they'll give you certainty as much as you can have certainty. Or, right. or come in, not IBM in right. specific, but something like that where it's more predictable the entrepreneur life is not for the faint of heart no. I mean, you don't you can be extremely successful beyond your wildest dreams and you can fail the same way at the same level and you have to be able to treat those two events about the same way yeah and i just think you know continue having that conversation with each other as it starts to develop and you know, things aren't going the way you're going what are we going to do you know, are we going to get a consultant? Are we going to set a deadline? Is it a, a, a budget? You know, once we're at a budget, that's it. We're not going to yeah. do any more. So just make that decision together and, and rationalize it as much as you can and move on to the next one. Yeah, and make sure you're on the same page because, again, the business may fail, but the relationship has to be, I think, the relationship has to be the, the most important thing. I because agree. that that's got to survive no matter what. Because you you can you can live to fight another day, but you got to live to fight another day as a right. couple. Right. You know, otherwise you're out there fighting by yourself, and that's a different now it's a different life. But you know, so you got to make sure that that's the most important thing, and the business is always secondary because you can always make more money, but you can't always find that person that you're in the trenches with. That's very very that's finding gold. Whereas a business is just a thing that makes money. It's a mechanism that makes money. You know, and then there's lots of mechanisms to make money, but there's not a lot. Uh, that where you can get a partner that you work with and you live with and you you know you do everything with and uh, that's a trick that's that's a one in a million shot so you already have that so make sure you maintain that over any success or failure you might have. Mm -hmm. I agree. Yeah. So with that, we appreciate you guys listening and watching, or both as always. Uh, remember to subscribe to the podcast SuccessMoneyMarriage.com. We'll send you an email every week so you don't miss a single episode of Dawn's Genius Wisdom. With that, that would be worth signing up right that's there. That's worth signing oh up right goodness, there. Oh my goodness, you never said Genius. that. Amazing. Wait, Henner, wait, you'll see our subscribers start I'm to go up. steak for dinner tonight. <laughs> Thanks for watching, guys. See you next time. Bye-bye.